This is the podcast. The Angle Slam Podcast. How is everybody? Tired? Yeah, we like are. We tired. are. Yeah, we don't know about you guys. And we are tired. We care about our fan base, but we really don't care if you're tired or not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, as you can see, we spiced it up a bit, the intro, because yeah, we're of, not. Add, add a bit of a license. For WrestleMania, yeah. Stick a bit extra. We have a lot of matches covered, so I have yeah. no idea about the time. I, I think we'll try and get it under an hour like we always do. I think maybe we'll get through the pre-show pretty quickly. Yeah. And then we'll crack on to the make-up. Obviously, it never goes to plan, because no. well, we haven't got a script. Yeah. So, yeah, we did it. So, we were meant to have someone else helping us out, but he, he did make it. Yeah, um, uh, so do your things. Yeah, as, as usual, just like um, we're on YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes, um, and then share and review other bits and bobs. It's fine. Put an angle slam anywhere, and you'll find us wherever you prefer to listen. Uh, so yeah, WrestleMania 35. I don't think there's been any deaths, by the way. Is the, there? the only one I can think of is Tori Wilson's father. Oh yeah, which I wasn't sure for a while if he was because he was on TV for a while. I wasn't sure if he was just a character playing Tori's dad, but I'm th- pretty sure he's actually a dad. Right, okay. Which, that's, that's it. Then. Yeah, we, I was under the impression that he died the day of the Hall of Fame, which was making me think Tori's going to be a mess. Uh, it was a couple of days actually before, but you know, it's still a horrible thing to have to go through yeah. during that kind of week. So yeah, we're dedicated to him. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so I think we can crack on. Yeah, WrestleMania 35. Like I said, let's, I think we need to just get through the pre-show pretty quickly. Yeah, um, um, so cruiser. Better with us, we're tired and croaky. So <laughs> cruiserweight title, cruiserweight. Um, reasonable match. Yeah, um, uh, I'd say a shock outcome. Yeah, not like jaw dropping shock, but more like oh, I really didn't expect him to go that way, kind mm. of thing. Um, so yeah, so it wasn't like the again the most jaw dropping cruiserweight match I've ever seen either. But it was pretty. You know, it wasn't bad by any means um, and then, yeah just the outcome was not what we predicted I just thought they'd keep the title on Buddy Murphy a little longer because mm, uh, he is good yeah I just don't see 205 struggles anyway but mm. I always thought at the minute Buddy Murphy's more of a draw to watch it than Tony Nice. Because when you've only got one championship on the show, yeah, they I mean, are pretty much carrying the show. Unless they're moving up to the main card, which I'd be fine with. Yeah, I've got nothing against Tony Nese. He's no. a great wrestler, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe they did it again more for the shock factor. Mm. But I mean, as far as cruiserweight matches go, it wasn't a massive standout one. No. There's some good bits in it, but it didn't. nothing really jumps out at me too much. Yeah, they did their, like, uh, the odd, odd, crazy cruiserweight spot, but... Mm. Yeah, like I say, nothing jaw dropping, and um, not all. Maybe some of it wasn't what I'd seen before, but it just didn't feel like fresh. fresh yeah. yeah. So. So yeah. So Tony Nice won that one. Yeah, maybe they just thought even if it's the pre-show, we'll start off with a something big yeah. and a title change. Then it was the women's battle royal, wasn't it? Yes. Um, again, two people got entrances, which was Naomi and Asuka. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, and, um, and everyone else already inside the ring. Nothing again really jumps out of note to me for the battle royal. Yeah, battle royal is always a bit of a clusterfuck anyway. Um, it was just down to the, to the ending. Um, no Lacey Evans, 
Which we're all upset because we thought that would be the payoff for her coming in and out all the time and not doing anything. We thought it was going to be the time she got involved and won the match. Didn't even fucking appear. All really annoyed. Uh, they looked like it was going to be Sarah Logan. It looked like she won it. Yeah. And Carmella came through the bottom rope and said she had been eliminated. Then eliminated Logan and Carmella wins the cup, which I'm fine with. Yeah, because I just the thing is with the the royal things. It's literally just there so everybody can get their little moment on the car yeah, at Mania. That cup and that like win doesn't do anything for anybody. It never does. It, I mean, it does nothing for anyone. It's never done yeah. anything for anyone. It's just there because they need something to win by getting everyone on the car. That's all it's there for. So when someone wins it, I'm really not that fussed. Yeah. You know, even if it's someone that you don't think is deserving or anything, you just kind of like, well... It's something. It's kind you know of become I mean? a standard now. Yeah. It's just a tradition that they'll throw a battle royal in there. We, like we said, we know what it's for. It's to try and get as much of the roster on the card as possible. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like a, a WrestleMania tradition, or I think that's what they're going for. The women's battle royals, again, all, both the women's and the men's have always been a clusterfuck. But I don't know, with the women's, it just always seems a little bit more catfighty and sloppy than other parts yeah because you've got to get through it well, quite quickly and get everyone eliminated yeah quickly. Um, but no, the Lacey Evans thing I can't remember if she did appear like, yeah. in the show I can't remember if it was the main yeah, show yeah I might as well just say it now it was the same as what she does in Smackdown yeah so it's, it's I don't know what it's leading to Rainier would have been the perfect spot to actually have, have a wrestle because we were discussing surely it would have made more sense for uh, it end with Asuka Lacey mm. and Lacey and the next Asuka but considering Asuka was standing tall at Smackdown it would have made sense yeah, yeah it keeps them both at the title picture clearly making huge. sense isn't something that Vince does very often no I would have actually again I'm not angry or upset or anything that Carmella won no but Sarah Logan winning I think would have been have, nice it would have been I even thought at some point more. yeah I even think like Sonya Deville having someone like her win it would have yeah, I mean, Sonia, oh, I can't remember who's in what now. Obviously, you have the Riot Squad. I can't remember. Liv, Liv and Sarah. Yeah, right, Liv and Sarah. And then, then uh, you've got Sonia and uh, Mandy elsewhere. Yeah. But Sarah and Sonia always kind of had that similar thing to me. They're the powerhouses mm-hmm. in their group. Yeah. And I don't know what it, I don't... Out of the two, I think Sarah needs it more than Sonia. I think Maybe. Sonia... I'm not saying Sonia hasn't. She might have more MMA background. I don't know, but she just seems to have more of that it factor than Sarah at the minute. Mm. But now they decided to do with the double bluff and yeah, have okay. a which is fair enough. Yeah, um, then went on to the men's. Uh, I, don't, I think it was the Raw tag titles. Then was it? And uh, let me just check my feed, my my information. Bear with us, people. Yeah, bear, bear with. Uh, play with yourselves. Yeah, and... it was the Raw tag titles. Okay, Raw tag titles, which was thrown together at the last moment. Revival versus. Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Which I thought was going to be the main card up until yeah, this point. Yeah, and then on the pre-show. Um, again, the, the, it was all based around the hot tag to Kurt, and they, they delivered that absolutely yeah. fine. They built that, not a problem. Revival are always good, solid workers anyway. Um, but apart from that, nothing really of note other than the shock value of what happened at the end. Um, I suppose it kind of damages the Revival a bit, but... I, I, going in, I, I kind of saw this coming to a head. I was like, yeah. they're, they're going to get rid of this losing streak for Kurt. And it happened, and he, he had the pin as well. He It wasn't like Zach did it, did it himself. So they're now the tag champs. It's just, it kind of does something to revival. I don't, it depends how they handle it the next few yeah, months. Yeah, it's, 
it was very they could win it back. They could win it back tonight on Raw. Yeah, and I'd be fine with that. Where you're placed on the card is always it's very psychological because for the fans as well because obviously you're never going to get Batista Triple H on the kickoff show. No, but if something like that happened, yes, to a degree, you'd be thinking, "What the hell's this doing on the pre-show?" But something in the back of your head will be clicking. Well, it can't be that important then. So it's the same with the revival and Hawkins and Ryder. I, yeah. I believe if they were actually on the main card, the fans might have been more invested in the whole let's end Kurt's streak. Mm, yeah, maybe, because the, the energy's up. Yeah, they, they, there was some energy there when it happened. Yeah, yeah, I just it was. Thought, like, I said, the hot tag work, fine. Yeah, it, I think it, it just work. could have gone slightly better. Mm. Like, there could have been more energy for that. Yeah. Um, that, that means nothing really else to say about that much. No, it? just that the, uh, Kurt's streak is over. He yeah. got the win with a, a nice. roll-up. Yeah. which is nice and like I say it was kind of thrown together at the last minute this match mm. so it wouldn't surprise me if the, the Revival just said we want a match at Wrestlemania we don't care if we keep the belts or not give us someone something and yeah. it, it, it is a good idea to kind of have Kurt's losing streak end at yeah. Wrestlemania so okay. yeah, it was a nice yeah. kind of feel good moment Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins Raw Tag Champions it might be like a one-off. Mm. It might really help them in the tag team division. You don't know. We'll so yeah, we'll see. Then it was the men's um, battle royal. The Andre Giant. Giant. Yeah. Uh, again, nothing really. Nothing to report. Really. Nothing to report. Really, it was. It all went exactly the way we thought it would go. Uh, Matt and Jeff got an entrance. Uh, Braun Strowman got an entrance. Yeah, Hardy's entrance lasted about twenty-five yeah, minutes. Yeah, just because they, they just did it where they just went pan back to the kickoff show and they're just standing around having a chat while the Hardy was going on. I was like, yeah. guys, talk later. Yeah, the fans standing there must have been thinking, okay, we get it. The Hardys are out. We don't have to listen to their music for the twenty minutes. Uh, then Braun came out and then obviously piece by piece everyone gets eliminated. Standing uh, our live guys got their entrances. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, really but they went under the ring for the entire match anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, Certain people would, like EC3 were eliminated quite early, which is annoying. Yeah, Bobby Roode. Um, yeah, Kevin Owens weren't even in it. Yeah, KO wasn't there. Luke Harper returned, by the way. Yeah, he's just just there. But they, they had it's... that mini stare off with him and Braun. Yeah, and, and then nothing happened. No, and then no. They didn't... Yeah, they didn't follow up. Yeah, they didn't follow up on it at all. So yeah, everyone got eliminated. Saturday night, uh, night live guys came back out. They got their therapist involved, trying yeah, to calm trying to Braun calm down. down yeah. He got his ass kicked. Uh, one of them went over the top rope and he got pushed off by Braun and then the other one got chucked over at the end and that was it Braun wins the Undertaker Giant again it's not going to do anything for him yeah. it's not going to do anything for anybody it, it went exactly the way that the majority of the fans thought it was going to go it's just I would have liked to pull a little bit of a shock out of the bag and have someone else yeah the problem with the but, Battle Royal at the minute is I cannot think of a winner where the, that victory has genuinely helped them Cesaro, it looked promising at first, but he became Paul Heyman guy and all that, but mm. that kind of dwindled away, or just did dwindle away. Mojo didn't help him at all. Nope. Corbin, nope. Less said the better. Big Show, no. Nope. Yeah, and Cesaro, not really. Well, yeah, who was he doing? Uh, Matt Hardy. Which he had nothing. He was kind He's of back in the thing again, the following year. So. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't really need it then. It was nice no. to see. No. But again, it led nowhere. So I don't think. I think for. Because I, I was hoping someone like Almas would win. Mm, yeah. It again, I wanted EC3. Yeah, if it was going to break the mould, yeah, I'm helping someone. Exactly, yeah. If you want to have someone helped by it, potentially that's what it's meant to be doing, give it to someone that needs it. Yeah, I think this was more of an apology to Braun of, 
We yeah, but Sunday Night major yeah. main event for the, pretty much the last twelve months. And now we ain't got to do it for you. Yeah, we mm-hmm. can't. We'll just give you the victory in the Battle Royal. Yeah, which yeah, like they say, it's just the kind of a, yeah, the marquee match for WrestleMania. So, so that yeah. happened. On to the main card then. Make it. The opener. Uh, well, wow. we kicked in with Alexa Bliss, didn't we? She'd been the host. Oh, yeah. uh, she got Hulk Hogan out. Wrestlemania uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, she said, uh, "Let me tell you something, brother." Yeah, you've told us a lot of times, mate. You're still yeah. racist. Yeah, we don't care. About you. <laughs> um, and then they they kind of finished finished up doing their posing on the ramp, and then Heyman just without even no, a word beeline just ring. beelines the ring, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like this doesn't happen." Yeah. And he basically cut a promo in the middle of the ring. He's like, wrong, 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 wrong. He said, if you think, we're, if we're not going to be the main event, we aren't hanging around all night. We're going to Vegas, blah, blah. So you get um, the beast out here now. You get Seth Rollins out here now. We're having our universal title match now. And it fucking happened. Yeah. Beast came out. Rollins came out. And we had a universal championship match to kick off WrestleMania, which I... I was, I was in like, shock for the first minute or two, just thinking, I can't believe I'm starting a WrestleMania, starting a pay-per-view with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, the universe title, fair enough. I mean, they've done it with the WWE Championship and World Championship. But Lesnar, yeah. considering the way they build him, he's always either on last or very near the end. Yeah, but there might be backstage politics where we don't... He, he might have requested it, or yeah. it might have already always been the idea, and he's kind of gone, yeah, all right then. But... Um, yeah, there was a lot of things going through my head when Heyman came out because at first I was thinking, is he just going to pull a promo to mm. hype up the match for later tonight? Yeah. Is he going to suddenly go, here's a stipulation? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then the way things were going, I mean, Brock did come out and then Seth followed and then there was the attack before the bell rang. Yeah, it was a good, I think, three, four minutes of just absolutely annihilating Seth Rollins, throwing him over the tables throwing him into barricades yeah. suplexing him just everything it was, was to me. decimating him yeah it, it was saying to me that there was that possibility of like is he going to do something to him where it's hospital worthy I'm doing air quotes you can't see right now hospital worthy he gets taken off and you think well that's it Brock's dodged another bullet we've got no universe title match and then later in the night Seth comes out from an ambulance like I'm having this match Medical yeah, or not. do it two halves. Yeah, so which would got might have gotten a bit over, but it, it might have also come to the hole with as if you beat Brock Lesnar when, yeah, you when you're damaged. Yeah, yeah, you need to be 100. percent So, but no, they didn't. They eventually did the got in the ring. The bell rang. Yeah, so was like, right, this is actually happening right now. Yeah, then got a bit more of um, Lesnar taking control. It was Suplex City, basically, um, yeah. and then Seth pushed him into the ref. Ref got knocked down. Seth took his opportunity and hit him in the balls which is obviously yeah, well, Lesnar's weak point as we all every know every man's weak point um, <laughs> and then after that hit him with a curb stomp and then another curb stomp and then another curb stomp and there's one, go. two, three and he won yeah and we erupted <laughs> absolutely fucking went batshit yeah it was, it was It was. good I actually quite I know it wasn't a big match but they, they showed all they had a load of spots they had a load of decimation from Lesnar and then not a fluke win necessarily but it was like uh, Seth's like right this is my small tiny window of opportunity he's down from a curb stomp if I do if I keep going I've got him and it's he it, did it's the more the, just the level of karma yeah of like, yeah the, the, the whole old school David Goliath 
bullies get what they deserve kind of thing yeah it's, and then Seth like bolted up the ramp and swung his belt on the top which yeah. um, which I loved and as a fan I loved it and it was a great yeah. idea because no, if you want to get the ball rolling and it's fresh it, it was different it did, like I said we, none of us expected it yeah you want to create that energy in the arena straight away you do something like that yeah what made me feel a little bit sorry for Seth is the Royal Rumble winner it's you win and not only the opportunity to face a world champion at WrestleMania but the main event mm. First. It, it, it can be claimed as, a, as one of the main attractions but let's face it the main event is the match that goes on last yeah. it always as Punk said in his yeah. podcast years ago everybody yeah. knows everyone knows that yeah. so no matter how many times you spin it well yeah there's like there's the um, again the marquee match like uh, a few years ago hmm. Rock Hogan was the marquee match that was the match everybody wanted to see yeah but the main event was Triple H Jericho for the title because yeah. it went on last it's the main event mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm glad Seth won. I, I liked as well when they pan back to Lesnar in the ring, and you could just Beast see him mouth. You can mouth, see him mouth, and it's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." Yeah, they catch you quickly. Yeah, they panned away. Now we saw it. I'm gonna fucking kill you. It's like, it's like, yeah, yeah. But it was good. Yeah, uh, I mean, the quickly I mentioned as well the the stage, the way they set up everything. Mm. It was basic as hell. But uh, don't get me wrong, it was impressive to see a screen that size because yeah, it was screen. absolutely monstrous. But that's all it was, a big fucking screen. There was nothing there was nothing else about it. Yeah, plenty of pyro this time still, but that's about it. To be honest, we'll talk about it more later, but even Chubrichi's entrance, who obviously he always has the big old entrances, mm-hmm. wasn't like the most it wasn't the biggest best. spectacle. Yeah. They didn't really go all out for the entrances this year, but anyway. Anyhow, yeah. So then it was AJ versus Orton. Yes, AJ Orton. And not bad. Not bad. Uh, I think it was um I would say it was a, a headline match on a good Raw or something yeah, like that, or a good SmackDown. I think it was basic pay-per-view worthy. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think they did what they needed to do. I think uh, Randy was working really well in this match with a few suplexes, a little bit more aggressive. Uh, yeah. Really like um, putting his heart into the match more than I think. Because there's been some times where Randy's just done it for a paycheck is it? Yeah. because he's been there so long and everything depending on who he's against but with this it, it seemed like it's something he wanted he wanted him and AJ and he put the effort in yeah it, and with AJ seemed pretty pumped to me when, yeah. when he came out and again I don't know if this is a contribution to it but he must be thinking well I was in the WWE Championship match last year and now I'm back to one of the opening matches again mm. which I, I don't know if he's bittersweet or not but Either way, the match was good, and they did play on the teasing of the not falling into the RKO. Yeah, the yeah, way they yeah, because yeah, he kept evading it because he knew it was coming, <coughs> which was great. Yeah, uh, he did hit him with an RKO, didn't he? But he, yeah, he, he just kicked out. Yeah, but he yeah. kicked out, which are, we were all quite shocked at because no one kicks out of the fucking RKO. They protect that coin. No. So again, that shows how much they're invested in AJ if they're allowing him to do that, and yeah. indeed invested in the fact that he won the match. Yeah, um, a lot of not the stars clash. No, I would have preferred it with the clash, class, but yeah. did it with the forearm, and yeah, I honestly thought it would be Orton winning. Yeah, I think uh, a, a few of us were discussing that because Orton's kind of the gold charge of WWE. They might go with that, but I like that they've. Maybe it's the fact that we kind of know that Orton hasn't got a long. Uh, it's at the the second half of his career now. Yeah, yeah, be, it's coming close, not close to the twilight, but it's it's beginning. Yeah, it'll be like another five years or so. Mm. So maybe they're investing more in the whole. Yeah, the, the whole storyline was the house that AJ signed. AJ signed the contract for five years, so 
Yeah, it, it's, maybe it's a nice thing to say. Well, is a, a congratulatory win for sticking around. It, it's kind of maybe the passing of the torch mm. in a way. Yeah, like when Orton goes, AJ will be there to fill in yeah. that spot, which I think he can. Yeah, yeah. So then again, let me check my details. Not Bret Hart security detail. So. <laughs> um, oh, the SmackDown tag titles, Fatal Four Way. Ah, yeah. Now I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I think it was a good match. Yeah, uh, I've got no qualms about it. it. I'm not saying it was the best match I've ever seen in my life, but no, it was a yeah. good, solid match. Um, yeah. So yeah, Usos, Ricochet, and Rusev. Not Ricochet, Ricochet, and Black, Rusev, and Shinsuke, and the Bar, and the Bar. Again, you've got a great collection of. Athletes, know what they yeah, the, the Usos. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if they carried the match as such, but they obviously made themselves look the, like champions. They, the energy was there for them. Yeah, um, I, I think the main thing that stood out for me was the continuous Cesaro swing, while yeah. um, Sheamus is just doing his, his um, hand chops on the on the apron to all the other wrestlers yeah. while he's swinging ricochet in the ring, and it. We lost count. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember how many swung. It, it could have been the in the thirties. I, I don't know. It, might, it probably went on for just under a minute. But the thing with Rick, when he started doing Ricochet, I was like, Ricochet's crazy anyway. He can probably take yeah, the yeah. swing, and he's a light kind of dude. Uh, but at one point, it looked like Cesaro was beginning to lose the momentum, and then he just picked up the speed yeah. again. Or I think not, it's like if you drop down, if you just swing it up enough, you can just again you get, get the momentum. momentum again. Yeah. It's like being in a fucking swinging a plate yeah. on isn't it if you well, push yeah. the momentum it will go again well, yeah I mean Rusev and Shinsuke had a couple of spots but they were they were kind of unfortunately the forgotten team in that whole situation mm. uh, I think everyone hit their finishes all in like a big yeah they did like the super kicks Kinshasa the black mass all in one go and that yeah that was a nice good decent spot I like it when they do that kind of stuff yeah um, and it looked like Shane was the last standing until a couple of super kicks by the Usos yeah. and the double splash yeah. And you still got your SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Yes, which Usos. means that that means they're staying. The rumours <coughs> them going to AEW doesn't seem like it's happening. No, I, I would have been fine with Ricochet and Black if that's what they're doing, keeping them as a tag team. But now that they they've lost this match, split them up. Yeah, turn Black heel on Ricochet, or just split them up and put them in separate feuds. I don't know, but you can If you're not going to put the titles on them or put them in a proper tag feud, then. Yeah, split them up straight away. There was it was a weird match in the sense of there was no clear favourite from the beginning. Mm. But at the same time, I would have liked it to be teased more that Ricochet and Black could actually do this to give that WrestleMania, you know, the crowd, that whole energy of like these two on their WrestleMania debut might do this. Yeah. Um, but now they seem to just ignore the whole we've come from NXT and we're brand new to this. They were just, just more go, bodies. Yeah, and just go, yeah, it's a match. Impressive bodies, but just yeah, bodies. That's not a big game. There you go. Impressive <laughs> <laughs> bodies. Impressive bodies. <laughs> Um, so yeah, but we we we're doing a review about uh, sweaty men jumping on each other. So yeah, I can't really get more game. Then it was the Force Got Anywhere match, Shane and the Miz. Ah yeah, this this is one of all my favourite matches. Though. And uh, not necessarily a wrestling match, but an entertainment piece. Yeah, it was, it was meant just to be... entertaining from start to finish. Every the story was told. That's the great thing about this feud. I think I said this in the last thing when Shane turned heel on him. I said the whole. Match was a great told story, and yes. the same thing was this again. They did the perfect story of the angry face, pissed off, and then you've got the heel being a dick and just he's getting his comeuppance. Uh, it was great. Yeah, it's uh, when they tried to reignite the Dean Seth rivalry last year. One of the problems I had in uh, I can't remember what pay per view it was, but when they had their match, the the build up was all this 
hate Very and betrayal, yeah. And when the, the bell rang, they just kind of had a wrestling match, mm. which was okay. But they should, like, yeah, I agree. But well, the story was about a fight. Yeah. And they that's just what, each other apart. That's what Miz and Shane did. Shane was getting very smug. Yeah. Um, he tried to do the, the flying elbow to the contact table. Miz's dad stopped and tried to yeah. get involved. Then, then Miz, that Miz's dad got in the uh, ring. Mm. And Fist up. He yeah. got his he got his ass kicked by Shane and then just out of nowhere Miz is just on Shane and fucking rounding out yeah rage mode basically. just gone mental on him which again I love the ferocity of the, this face Miz is the best face Miz we've had the last one was crap yeah. it was too smiley but with this it's anger and frustration but all the while just being a badass yeah and he then it's up his family. then it kind of spilled out into the ring and it went up to the, the it spilled out, spilled out from, the from the ring into the crowd uh, went all the way up to the the other commentators, the, the languages commentator yeah. table. Um, yeah, they went all the way up there. I think they were near some kind of concessions drop. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. He threw, he threw him over the top and it hit the go- golf cart and then slid off. He just bounced off. That was just went. That was a bad, bit, yeah. a bad landing. Um, then they went up on the scaffolding where some of the cameras were and everything. Every single time I saw a little like something high, I was like, is, 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 is it that jump? Yeah, he's jumping off. Is it which bit? Is he? Yeah, it it was it felt very Asudero, which I yeah. liked. Yeah. Um, because they don't they seem to kind of shy away from like backstage wrestling or that kind of hardcore false count anywhere type of stuff. But mm. with this it's like well, you made it false count anywhere. You know we we weren't wrong to a degree when we thought, well, if they made it false count anywhere, Shane's jumping off something. Kind of right. Yeah, he flew off something and it was Miz that did it. They had him on top, they're beating the shit into him and then he just, oh yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, Shane was just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then Miz was like, you're sorry, you're sorry, yeah. you don't know, you're not sorry. He just grabbed him, suplexed him off and that was Yeah, awesome. Shane landed on Miz though, Yeah, got the pin. Yeah, so Shane won, but only just because his hand was draped over Miz's chest, that, that, just the only yeah. just the landing it wasn't like he crawled over they landed like that and that was the yeah point. there's that kind of misplaced sense of justice though yeah so he may, Miz might have lost but Shane got his ass kicked yeah because Shane no they've embraced both their heel and face personas mm-hmm. out um, well as well both yeah. of them are doing their job right yeah Shane just being this Karen I'm sorry I'm and Miz just now being in focus like don't fuck with me mode mm. is working and then Let's say with the end, you had the big spot with the superplex at the end, but the outcome not only makes you hate Shane more because you're like, I can't believe he got away with it, yeah. kind of thing, but it makes you sympathise with Miz more, so it helps their heel and face characters evolve, yeah. so to speak. So I think so it's, it's the right call. Yeah, it was a good call. Um, so yeah, yeah it wasn't like it was okay, It wasn't like the greatest match in the world, but it wasn't meant to be a great wrestling match. No, it it's, again, it's a story a told. It's a brawl. It was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, was it women's tag? Yeah, women's tag team. Yeah, so Sasha and Bailey versus Nia and Tamina versus the Iconics versus and Beth, and Beth and Natalia. Uh, Bret Hart came out with those guys yeah, in the intro. That that was nice. Um, trying to think of anything else. The Bailey buddies didn't work. The what? The Bailey buddies didn't work. Oh, no. Half no, no. of them were up and the other half were pissed. Oh, Just <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah, you have to look sometimes. It is what it let is. Those things go. But yeah, it was one of them where t- no one, again, really gave a shit about Tamina and Nia. No. I don't think even the people in the match gave a shit. Well, I, I, I think we already said it to you, didn't I? Like, even at the start where she was kind of shouting at them, Tamina was shouting at them, trying to get to them before the bell rang and Nia was pulling her off. 
like they're trying to like build some kind of aggressive aggressive character. I was like, I don't care. Is that yeah. you? She, she, she shit. They kind of dropped the ball with. They could have opened with like pure, you know, have the whole. As soon as the bell rings, women just go all over the place, find someone. But then, as it goes on, quite early on, if Tamina and Nia start using their power to dominate, so just like mm. throw the iconics around with Bailey, Sasha, when it gets to Beth, who was known as a powerhouse in her day, is yeah. that kind of uh, okay? This is going to be interesting because you got the you know, Tamina's. Everyone knows Tamina sucks, so it'd be more to do with the Nia Beth confrontation, I think. Mm. But they didn't really touch on the fact that this is one of Beth's first matches in years. And it's a bit of a shame. She did, she did right. She did fine, but you want to be... There was seemed to be no hype of that whole, oh my God, I can't believe the glamour's on his back. Mm. It's just like, she's in the match. And everyone was just kind of like, yeah, all right. Yeah. So what? She had a little spots though, moments, and I, what she did do, I, I liked. I think they did like... A, yeah, she didn't do a bad... A powerbomb suplex thing with like five or six of them. Uh, oh, the like glam slam thing. I think so. Yeah. Um, um, apart from that, there's nothing really. Nothing stood out. It was a kind it. of standard match. It just it was the shock ending that I really liked. Yeah. So who was it? And it was it? A gla- uh, uh, Beth was doing a glam slam to Bailey off Bailey. the second rope. That was it. And then the Iconics came back in, threw Bailey out, and took the pin. No, threw Beth out. Threw Beth out. Sorry, yeah. and then pinned Bailey for the three. For the three. So yeah, so the Iconics, the tag champs. Um, I actually am alright with it. I know a lot of people get annoyed with them, but I I like how annoying they are. The only thing that annoys me is that they scream sometimes, and I, I can't stand it when. Yeah, but it's part of that. But yeah, they're annoying, brash, and arrogant, and I just think they could actually work wonders with these tag titles because they can just be so overconfident with it. Yeah, and I like that. We were saying with like Tony Nice when the Cruiserweight title. I was like, I don't really see how that's helping anything you don't know where it can go no but with the Iconics the Iconics it's like because yeah sometimes it takes a belt or a championship to get a team over mm-hmm. Tony Nese it might help in that, that sense the Iconics it definitely will yeah um, I think it will do what the Iconics what it did for Carmella for the brief thing because she was yeah. quite legitimate when she had that title yeah she did quite a lot of stuff and it built up to a point where I was seeing a few of her matches going you know what she's better than she was a year ago yeah, and I think they, that can be done with the Iconics. It's a, it's always a 50-50 with that because even though the fans knew it, they tried it with Jinder, it didn't work. No. Um, I was worried he might win the Royal as well, but anyway. Because it was, yeah, when Kevin won the Universal title, I loved it because I'm a fan, but there, at the time it was that small element of like, uh, is this too early for him? Mm. But in by history standards, I think he's one of the best Universal champions we've had. I agree. Um, but the, the Iconics the way they won it it was a very heel dirty um, sneaky move yeah uh, their emotion spoke for itself so I think they were just genuinely pleased I don't think that was character work and yeah I, I think they'll take the ball and run with it because I think they can I think they can work wonders it can it can enhance their character so much because they've got something to boast about now yeah they're not just boasting saying we're iconic because like, we've proven we are we have titles yeah I think if I don't think anybody wanted Tamina and Nia to win no but if they did it would have been that whole again more heat mm. like, they got a lot of heat anyway but that, you would have that oh please someone take the belts off these bitches considering what happened at the Hall of Fame with Bret Hart and if anyone doesn't know he got well you must know he got tackled he got a tackle by that guy everything obviously not Natalia they're all fine everything's fine just that guy's fucking nutcase Um, I thought after that maybe they would give it to Natalia and Beth after that especially when Bret came out at the start I was like 
they might actually go for this. Yeah. They changed it, I think, to give them that kind of nice feel-good thing. But they didn't. They they, yeah. they stuck to their guns, and I'm glad that they did. Yeah, I think it kind of would have been too unprofessional to do it like that. Yeah, because it would have been glaringly obvious, wouldn't it, really? Yeah, could you imagine if they'd already made the the decision, so the the Iconics know that they're going to make it to win. They're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. That happens. And they're like, oh, is everyone okay? Yeah, but because of it, we're giving it to them. It's kind of like... It's, it's disheartening. Yeah. It's you'd be like, the are you stealing my thunder for, you know, something else? Some chancer. Yeah. You're this ma- wouldn't have happened if this guy hadn't done that. It, it, so, it, yeah. You're making a, a stupid fan affect the decision in the wrong way. Kind yeah. Of thing. Sorry, flies around. But yeah, I, I, the only other team I didn't really believe were going to do it, Natty and Beth, because I figured Beths were the one-time thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was an okay yeah. match. It was, it was, yeah, it was an okay match, but with a fun, shocking ending. Yeah, yeah. Then it was the WWE Championship. Yeah, this was on earlier than I would have wanted yeah, it. Yeah, um, We'll get into later where I, I think it should have been placed in the card, given hindsight. I'll yeah. talk about that later. But yeah, we got this next. It was pretty much smack bang in the middle of the night, I would say. Yeah, it was. Um, and for me, this is match of the night. Yeah. I thought that the story was perfect. The wrestling was great. Everybody did their job to the best of their ability. And they gave us everything that we ever wanted. Yeah, the more I think about it, it probably was match of the night. I mean, I, it's, uh, I, I did say at one point I really enjoyed the the fight for my tag. But yeah, again, they just... There was so much more emotion and investment in this. The storyline even was just nice and simple when it worked. That's it. I think without the the storyline, I don't think we... It would be another match. Yeah, we but they built it the so much that Kofi's well overdue something like this. Yeah. And they played on it a lot. It, I admit it was that kind of thing where, well, for for people listening, we did this like mini bet thing where we were trying to guess the winners of each match, mm. and I actually thought they might go with the shock factor of Daniel's going to walk out with the championship. Yeah, well, I put down Daniel as well, but the reason I put that down is because I was kept thinking maybe the new day are going to turn on Kofi, yeah, especially when they came out with that then. box as well. At the start, yeah, I was like, "What's in the box?" Yeah, you know, what I mean, so straight away my mind's going, "Maybe they will. Maybe they'll do yeah, it." Some kind of weird. It's got to eventually, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then they, um, is, yeah, I think the new day did get involved to take Rowan out. Um, yeah, yeah. In my head, I just thought, um, yeah, Brian's reign, I think, could go on a little bit longer. But as much as I was, would have been happy if Brian won because I get to the point in our little bet. In my heart, I wanted Kofi. Oh, yeah, we all wanted that. Uh, yeah. Of course we did, because it just... We got invested in it. If it. We got given something we never knew we really wanted. We knew that someone like Kofi was overdue it, but we never thought they'd actually get put in this position because Vince is the way he is. Yeah. But the fact that they he actually listened for a change, and yes, it was an off chance because Ali got injured, but it was fate. Yeah. I think as Ali put it on his Twitter, he said... I am not bitter about the fact that he took my place. It's fate, it's destiny, this is what was meant to happen. And it, it was, and they, the storyline was much more invested because we've known Kofi for a long time and it made sense. And they delivered that through this match. Every kick out, every move that they were doing, every pinfall attempt, we were on the edge of our seat just yeah. screaming for him to kick out or for him to pin and we, we were invested. We were behind Kofi. We're standing there with him. But Kofi just proved that he, he, he to people that he belongs there. He belongs in the main event. Yeah. Absolutely, he's got or, tremendous talent. Or even better, yeah, because like, some main eventers can go down to like 
when they're not in the like world title picture yeah because you can't up. be all the time no but some main eventers seem to struggle in that position mm. of like not like Sam or Grapes not like what am I doing down here I should be the thing it's but just they're not putting their hands onto it yeah or just their their persona or whatever they they uh, the way they're wrestling just doesn't seem to fit mm. Kofi's proved they can go anywhere on the card yeah which because any time that he was randomly thrown into a match which they which he has been a few times plenty of money in the bank stuff and Chambers, uh, and, Chambers and whenever he's in the Rumble we're always invested because we want to see what he does any time he's chucked into that stuff we go I'm instantly a little bit more interested because Kofi's in there because he's just a lot of fun that is his phone um, yeah it, it's one of them where I think um, I'm 75% sure everything's going to be okay but I think now that he's probably you know, all settled down and Kofi's now realised right I'm WWE champion mm. it's sink or swim time yeah and I think it's like I'm seventy five percent sure he'll be okay. He starts putting on. I think he can do. Keeps it. doing matches of that caliber. And yeah. Stuff. And as long as the WWE keep creating storylines that are just as good as that. Yeah. It'd be great. And I yeah, so support obviously spoiler alert. There's been no he won. Yeah. <laughs> which which was an amazing moment because he came to have a knee, didn't he? He did. And uh, again, yeah. that shows investment in in Kofi for them because not many people again they're starting to get that knee protected like they do the RKO it doesn't get kicked out of very often so when he did kick out of it I was in shock and then for the troubling paradise that he hit it was one of the best troubling paradises he ever hit and got that pin the place just erupted I think the uh, just again nitpicking again the slight thing would have been different to kind of make Daniel not seem he didn't look like a bitch in the match at all he still looked no, like great but to make him more as a, like a dominant champion uh, would have maybe had Daniel kick out of Trouble in Paradise he kicked out of one didn't he I, I can't remember if he did or not I swear well, he kicked well, out I would have had an SOS or an SOS yeah uh, the mind an SOS but I would have had one of each like Trouble in Paradise kicks out SOS kicks out and then the second Trouble in Paradise would have ended it yeah. just that whole is Kofi ever going to do this so you are literally like come on kind of thing but you know it, we were like that yeah but just, you know, just thought we could have been more but I'm not upset at all with what happened no. the New Day looked genuinely yeah they were, they were crying and everything uh, Kofi's kids came into the ring with him um, they also like I remember Big E picking up the Hempy Weight Championship and so no threw that away got the original one out with Kofi's plates on uh, then he brought a bo- the box out that I mentioned uh, originally I also thought maybe this is the Hilton but with the kids in the ring and everything I was like well, it's not going to happen and of course you can't do that open it up but it's brand new t-shirts Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a new it, champ yeah. yes it is and uh, I thought that was nice the only thing I found out as well though, I was watching a couple of the reviews and this such a stupid idea for WWE and I don't know who pressed fucking publish on their website they published those t-shirts for sale halfway through that match so anybody that went onto that onto that shop halfway through the match, they had seen those t-shirts and known. But also, they had printed those t-shirts, still your planet's champion. Yeah, but you didn't see that until after the match. But well, well, they still could have been on the website. No, yeah, maybe. It might have been that smart ploy, because it's like, they did that a few years ago, right before Edge was going to fight Taker at Mania, when the streak was still alive. Mm. They released a DVD called 15-0. And they it makes you think, like, why would they release this if this yeah, was going to yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, a smart okay. ploy. But no. Uh, but yeah, I mean, anyway, that's the match. Yeah, as a fan, I'm so happy for Cody. Yeah, it's a feel good story. Yeah, it, it was. 
11 years yeah 11 years to make it yeah and he definitely deserved it and I just hope that they carry the momentum forward they give him some nice fresh matchups some nice storylines which they can do and just give him his chance to shine because he's proven that he can do that I know they've got rid of the rematch clause thing in the contract but I don't think the Daniel Bryan story is exactly finished yet Mm. so it wouldn't surprise me if maybe maybe on this this week's Smackdown they go right if you want an opportunity you've got to earn it we do it the old school way and they do Brian versus Ali and the winner of that goes to fight Kofi at Money in the Bank and either and I wouldn't mind either of them I don't mind seeing a rematch with Brian but Ali versus Kofi would it's got a nice ring to it yeah it would be good but I think it would be a one-off because you need, now, yeah, Ali still he, needs to be built yeah, up yeah he needs to be built up and plus face versus face the thing with Kofi is he's such a good face that you need to put him against a decent heel like Daniel Bryan so not necessarily Daniel Bryan but when you go for his new feud, don't make the Harley thing a feud. Just make it a one-off that match, then move on to a new feud where you can have a decent storyline. Yeah, if it is Harley, they can go with the respect of Harley uh, going, look, I've got nothing personally against you. This is just going to be two great competitors going for the ring for the, the richest prize here. Mm. But obviously, no sour grapes towards you, but I was kind of swindled out of this. Yeah, creative storyline-wise. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, if the match happens and Kofi retains, Ali can turn heel then and yeah, just attack could him. could do. Yeah, I mean, there's so many options yeah. they can do. So. so, yeah, overall, an amazing match. Great tall story. So, Loved it. Yeah, then it was the shortest match of the night. Oh, yeah. The United States Championship. Joe versus Ray. Ray came out as Mysterio from Spider-Man, which I loved. Yeah, he was. Um, Joe just came out straight away with intensity. So, this is the great thing about Joe. As soon as he came out, I was like, invested. Yeah. It could have been thrown together five minutes before he walked out on that thing. I'd still be invested because I looked at that man just like, he's just so cool. And with a title and everything on top of him, it's like, he's so awesome. Like, he just, ferocity, aggression, and just like, this guy's coming down to fuck shit up and get he's, out. He's got a purpose. Like, yeah. He reminds he me. He walks with purpose, especially with a title. It makes him walk like, with more purpose. What yeah. are you going to do about it? Exactly. It, the, the Austin used to have a shirt that said, arrive, raise hell, leave. Yeah. This is more like, arrive, cause pain, leave. He's, yeah. he's not fucking around. He's just like, so ring the bell, I'll kick his ass, and I'm gone. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what happened. Which, um, he got uh, Ray got a very quick offense with the six one nine and everything, but uh, just as he got back into the ring, got put in the Kikina clutch. And that was it. That was it. But uh, yeah, it wasn't a tap out, was it? It's a pass out. I think it was a pass out. Yeah. And that was it. I think it was a minute, maybe a minute and ten, twenty seconds match. I, th- I think it was exactly a minute. Was it? Yeah, according to my little page here. But I think, um, but uh, on the surface, it will be disappointing. But yeah, because you obviously you always want to try and get as much as you can out of a match. But backstage politics and stuff. Yeah, you got time constraints. I know. Well, it's not the politics. It was Ray's injury, I think. Yeah, Ray's injury potentially. We don't know whether that was real or not, but it seems like it might be. So they want to get rid of it quickly. But overall, it doesn't really damage anyone because if he is injured and it's Ray anyway, it doesn't matter if he loses. He's an underdog. He always has been. He's a great, he's put a, people over. Yeah, he's put people over now, and it makes Joe dominant. Yeah. He's got a superstar that is highly regarded. And he tapped him out in less than a minute. Yeah, it's it makes him big, and I think that again it brings legitimacy to the title as well. He's there to keep that title on him and make it a big deal. So by having that, make him a powerhouse like that, where he can do that stuff so quickly, it's it's good. I think Joe would definitely see it in that way, but I'm guessing there's got to be a level of frustration because for whatever reason, after his main roster debut, I think he was left off the first. Two main years. Yeah, so one of them was injured. Yeah, 
Yeah, one hundred thirty three, one hundred thirty four. This is his first mania, and it was a quick one. Yeah, and, I, and it's got to be that kind of thing. Of like, right, I want my debut to be a bit better than that because like, maybe they, will, the maybe they will. Maybe this time next year he'll be in the WWE title picture. Maybe this year he'll be in the Universal title picture. We yeah. don't know, but ho- hopefully he's going, or at least in the Intercontinental or something like that. But by this time next year he gets a full proper match at Mania and again goes over strong. I think this is the thing. I don't think I genuinely believe this, but when uh, the fans were struggling to get behind Roman Reigns, mm. it was one of them, a big part of it was, you know, we know who's pushing you here. You're some corporate idea that wasn't our idea. We're the fans, we'll let you know yeah. who we want to cheer. And then we, maybe, I might be nitpicking, I might be wrong, but sometimes I get that element of uh, from Reigns of like, also you're here for the money not in the sense of there's nothing it doesn't give a shit about the wrestling or the fans it's just the money I'm not saying that I think it's more he's in WWE because they are the biggest company they have the most money I don't, I don't really see him wrestling anywhere else yeah I can't I, I think he'd sink quite quickly if he was anywhere else yeah because he's not a bad wrestler but he's not a top tier wrestler yeah it's just that the reason he's so high is because Vince is put him there yeah, I'll, he'd be on the mid card if it was if anyone else had any sense. Yeah, it, it, I'm not saying about Reigns that I'm not saying he's not trying, and I'm not saying he's not a hard worker. No, 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 but at all. Joe, we can't take anything away from. But yeah, but he's always gave me that impression like he will come out every night to steal the show. Yeah, I mean, even with his promo work, I don't know whether it's off the cuff like Ambrose used to do or Punk used to do, or whether he's got it scripted, but. I feel invested in every fucking syllable he's saying. He makes everything. Yeah, he's looking down the barrel of the camera with fucking bloodshot eyes and intensity, like he literally wants to rip their fucking lungs out. And I, I love his promo work. It's I just love it. It's just that genius thing of like whether he's talking to AJ or whatever and stuff. He uses the energy that he's you know putting out there during his promo or his match, whatever to almost have the fans feed off it in the whole I'm being a dick to him but I want you to feel that how much of an arsehole I'm being yeah right? yeah yeah um, but yeah that's what I'm saying if you, when Joe's next WrestleMania opportunity comes along I think you want a decent length match to kind of go I want to steal the WrestleMania yeah sure. Um, well, we talked about this longer than um, the match was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it probably had from three times while we were talking about it. <laughs> but then it was Reigns McIntyre. Yes, um, standard match for yeah. me. Uh, I like the intro for Drew with all the, the Scotsman with the drums and the the bad pipes, the bad pipes and stuff. That was all great. I like that. It's yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, shit loads of pyro for Reigns because Vince is probably thinking well if I can't have him in the main event he's going to have all the pyro Welcome and back, he fucking bro. did fucking so much pyro it was unreal uh, the match was standard yeah uh, the main event on Raw type match it was good it did what it needed to do um, Reigns looked dominant at points but also Drew looked dominant at points they, they both had a nice even showing uh, obviously Reigns went over that's expected uh, you can't have him come back from leukemia battle and have him not go over um, but I do I think the thing that stood out for me was Drew in just his his vocal work that just seems constantly screaming at him he's like you should have said no I'm going to screw I'm going to screw you in I, there's even times where he was I think he said something about Dean he's like this is for Dean yeah. you know I mean just the ferocity of his language towards Reigns that's what I quite like yeah I don't remember many 
actual wrestling spots. But not overly, no. Yeah, there was not a claymore, which is a shame. No. But I suppose they want to protect that. So if they claymore him, you think it'd be good enough, yeah. But it's yeah, you don't want Reigns to kick out of it. No, but I think because he kicks out of a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think what I, now looking back at it, what I remember from it is at some point McIntyre did, I think, statistically probably have more offence in the match than Reigns. Yeah, and at one point I think uh, Drew was almost holding Roman up. Like Roman was absolutely just fucked in that whole right. He's yeah, wore Roman Reigns ragged here. Just that small sense of is McIntyre just going to crush him now? Then you know McIntyre's trash talk. I can't remember exactly what the line was, what was said, but suddenly Roman's eyes uh, open. He's in like rage. Mode. Oh, I think it is. He slapped him, didn't he? Oh, it might have been a slap. They slapped him in the face. I think he said some. I think it might have been the Ambrose line. He said this. This is for Ambrose, and he just, he slapped him in the face, and then went rage into mode. rage, Hulk and Manny mode. Yeah, and then it, yeah, it's proper Roman Reigns stuff. So yeah, man, punch here, yeah. game over. Good night. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it knew what it was going to be. It was a welcome back Reigns. Yes, yeah, and it, it, it didn't really damage Drew too much. I don't think because no. he got a good showing. Well, yeah, he was well, dominant for most of it. We've always said that uh, Mania is sort of like the reset button, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean some storylines can't continue through it. I think they could keep going with this one a little bit. As long as Drew gets a win at some point, you have to. Yeah, I know fifty-fifty booking. Um, it's bad because I don't like fifty-fifty booking. It couldn't be like well, he was predictable so sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but with this, I think it's fair. If you have three matches, fine. Get Reigns the final win, but the middle one should be Drew's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, then it was Triple H Batista. Yes, um, and I was unaware Batista's last match. Yes, I saw he it. Put, he put, yeah, put a tweet up and he thanked everybody and this was his last match, which was weird. Cause I, I kind thought, of figured it would be. Well, there's rumours going around, but they never, I would have thought they would have gone in with it, but obviously they probably left that for Kurt, didn't they? Um, yeah. But then, yeah, they say entrance-wise... Um, Batista, Batista got his like his machine SUVs and stuff. His SUVs, he got his machine gun pyro and shit. That was cool. I like that. Um, yeah, then you, like you said, the Triple H and intro, it was good. Max but Payne. It was Max Payne. Yeah, not Max Payne. Um, uh, Mad Max. Mad Max. Sorry, Max L. Payne. But it's a little bit dated because like three, four years old now. The the, the film. So it's yeah. like mm. Ironically, we were talking about the, you know, the, the impressive big screen, but not like the best setup ever for WrestleMania. Without that video, it wouldn't have been as cool. No. Because uh, the, the hatch just kind of opened up and... The car came out. It's a cool-looking car with some kind of Uncle Dad driving it, but... Yeah, and then... Trevor's just on the back of it and everything. Yeah, it was slightly better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the, the, no, start. The, the the start was good. Uh, the nose ring thing. Yeah, even though we like, saw... Yeah, we kind of knew what happened. It. Yeah, yeah, but it was, still, it was still fun to see that. Um, doing stuff with the wrench on his fingers as well. Very Pete Dunne. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that. I quite liked that. Um, yeah, it was quite aggressive. They used the nose hole bar quite a, nose hole bar quite a lot. Uh, still steps, tables. Triple H. No, not tables, sorry. Uh, the announcement table. There. Yeah, but Triple H hitting a run his beer was not something you usually get out of Triple H's playbook. Yeah. Oh, we have a moment Batista tripping going through the road. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> the I was like, I can't take him seriously now, but then by pure luck, he just, he went around the ring again and went back in and did it gingerly and kind of smirked. It's like, okay, he's, okay, he's, he's redeemed himself. Yeah, yeah he's played, played around with it, fine. But that was fucking hilarious. It wasn't like, what I liked about it, they weren't pulling punches. They, they wasn't like, we're two old guys that I've got to be careful now. They, they kind of figured, 
Well, I mean, the, tri- the storyline was that Triple H's career was on the line as well. Yeah, which... No one really ever thought this was going to yeah, be it. Yeah, we knew Triple H was going to win, which obviously he did. Because, yeah, was it, that was the only downside to this feud. Because as soon as Batista appeared on... Was it Raw, wasn't it? With the yeah. whole Rick thing. I was invested like that. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is a great way to end Raw. And the yeah. build-up was reasonable. Uh, you know, it's stock promos, but yeah. Triple H always delivers reasonable promos anyway. Um... And yeah, I was invested in the match, but the only thing that put me down was the fact that he said, oh, I'll put my career on the line. He's like, well, you've given us a foregone conclusion yeah, because you're not going to give that to Batista. You're going to give it to someone that you're going to put over in the future. Yeah, if you're both going to, if you're going to retire and Batista's going to leave, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. So, yeah, Rick got involved, I think a couple of sledgehammers. Oh yeah, he gave him the sledgehammer, didn't he? Yeah, there was a couple of good spots. Um, it just... I don't know. I, I don't know what I really what I was expecting. I, I, think, I, could, again, I could have gone for another three minutes. Yeah, and that's probably nitpicking, but an extra three minutes is a lot of time when you're doing that kind of stuff. You could have a look at a couple more bits and bobs. In there. This doesn't surprise me, but once again, Triple H had the longest match on the card. He always gives himself the longest time, or he doesn't. Vince does, or whoever's wow. in charge. But I don't know because they, they the spots they did they did light each other up. I mean that first chain swing. Oh the, yeah, when he was at the start of the I mean whipping him with the chains. Yeah, he didn't. I, I remember our friend Amy was just cowering, going, "I don't like this," and it was yeah. he proper whipped him with it. It looked really fucking painful. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. Let's say I, th- I think we've established that Kofi Bryan's our match of the night, but I'd put that maybe the top three, top five. Of the night, the night. It's in the top five, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. It was, I think it was... It does what it says on the tin. Yeah, I think. it was slightly more what I expected, so I did enjoy it that little bit more. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, Triple H finally beat Batista, Ric Flair celebrated with him, sort of. It was more like just carrying each other up yeah, the ramp. that's pretty much and it. And Batista announced his retirement on Twitter today, which didn't really surprise me because he's always been quite vocal that if he was going to have one last match, he would be against Triple H at Mania. Um, yeah, it just, just I, I would have liked a last run rather than the last match, but yeah, well, so it's, it was, he's Hollywood now. He's yeah, got, he's got it was fun. I enjoyed it. I don't know if this is exactly where this happened in the show, but because I've only got results on my little page here, the Elias segment. Oh, that was. I think it might have been after this actually. Yeah, it's I around it here, isn't it? Or just before, just after. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. It was great. It Absolutely was. amazing. He. He rigged up the the two the basic the screens of him playing drums and playing piano and then he was in the ring with the acoustic guitar playing with himself playing so with himself play. yeah so, and, and he timed it perfectly because he was like talking to himself on the screens and just when he's saying take a bow and they did it and everything it just it was great yeah. the whole segment was hilarious um, and then to have what happened afterwards I don't think any of us had a clue it was ever happened. It was a great moment. I don't know whether it's just going to be a moment or whether it's something going forward. We all think it's probably a moment, isn't it? But I like that that thing of confusion. Yeah, I like that because they started because with like the baseball. Yeah, the baseball match kind of thing popped up on the screen to interrupt him. And yeah, we're all sitting there going black and white. What footage. is it? Black and white footage. And then they said it was Chicago playing the baseball, and we were like, "It's not." I, I, I never really believed. No, that. no, no. But then I was doing it. I was like, "It's not." No, no, no. And the time was going on. I was like, "No." Well, it's going on too much because the rumor was Taker, but it's like a split second. As soon as you hear Chicago, you yeah, yeah that's too honest. I didn't hear them. I didn't hear them say Chicago. Oh yeah, I heard it. But, but because Taker was the rumor, I'm like, well, looking at this footage, it doesn't make sense for his character. Even if it's American badass, it doesn't make sense. Still want to make sense. Yeah, and then like, yeah, I say after that, you just come like, well, what the fuck is this? Suddenly, thugging thugging on, 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 on,
registered straight away. No. Like, the further noise came out, I went, see ya. Oh my God. I just, I just didn't compute straight away and just, yeah, to have him coming out in old school thugonomics and oh, the word life and... The, oh, rap, the rap was brilliant. The, yeah, the because rap. It was at, edgy John Cena. Uh, yeah, I think the first line was him saying, you're about to witness John Cena turning heel. And we were just yeah. like, oh, 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 oh. But And then he just fucking owned a lot Elias. Of sexual innuendos, like, you know, playing with yourself. Self, the nuts uh, and everything. you got a hairy bush yeah, and shit. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh, and, you know, and you're only doing this because you've got no wrestling experience. Obviously, I'm, I'm telling you, push and yeah, I'm telling you what he was he was saying, but he obviously wrapped it. Yeah, very well. oh, and it was, and then saying referencing like I ain't gonna deliver the AA to you. I'm gonna give you the FU. Yeah, which was because I've always been very vocal that when he first won the WWE Championship, he was white hot because of that character. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that belt was around his waist. For whatever reason, it be- it for a while became some kind of weird sea nation crap. Vince. And then the hustle lord to his back. But yeah, so to me, it felt like he'd sold out. Yeah. Like, I don't mean character book wise, I mean just genuinely sold out. So, if he's going to have a couple more matches, hopefully they've heard the reaction of the crowd of like, this is the reason yeah. why we like John in the first place. Yeah. This, this is, character. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, I, the entire room is popping for John Cena. Never when really was, that, him when was the last time that happened? Yeah. We were all going, holy shit, this is awesome. It was probably one of my favourite bits of the night. Yeah, it was a great segment, just because it was so unexpected and so well delivered and great guarded secret. It was brilliant. I mean, he, so he put him, he gave him an AA as well, didn't he, for his troubles? But the FU. He gave the FU and an AA, didn't he? Um, uh, and the Knuckle Shuffle. Yeah. But well, the FU is the AA. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Knuckle Shuffle and then FU. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it was great. An yeah, amazing was, segment. Yeah, again, um, hats up to Elias again. I think he even did Seven Nation Army. Yeah, he did, yeah. Oh, walk with Elias. On the same note, this is more about not what happened, but what didn't. This is the first time in 19 years we haven't had The Undertaker appear at WrestleMania. Uh, Yeah, we we kind of need to mention this, didn't we? Um, Which is... Yes, no Taker at all. Not even a mention, not even a set-up for another match. Nothing. I'm... It sort of worked. It, again, we'll, we'll kind of establish it once we've done the rest of the matches, what we thought of Mania as a whole. They kind of shown that it can work without The Undertaker, but there's definitely... You're always going to have that missing element when he's not there. Yeah. Um, what... <sighs> it's, hard, it's hard for me anyway to be unbiased because I'm a massive Taker fan, but... I'm guessing there was at least 10%, probably more, in that audience that after Mania was over, they left quite disappointed that they didn't get an Undertaker moment. Yeah. But especially for like, especially for the people that are witnessing Mania the live for the first time. Wanted to see him. Yeah. It's, expect it. It's got to be a little bit heartbreaking. It's like, going to, it's like going to like the Super Bowl and wanting to see your favourite person score. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, if you don't get it, you're a little bit sucky. But, yeah, again, WWE is meant to be unpredictable, so you always take that chance. Mm. You know, some people might have gone there thinking, I bet Austin's going to be there, or bet The Rock's going to yeah, be there, yeah. or whatever. But, you know, on the flip side, people have to realise, you know, Take is now 54. He can't be there all the time. Which is fine, but as I think, yeah, I said to you earlier today, if you don't think you can do it anymore, 
don't do it. Maybe Have your retirement match, and I mean a proper retirement match where we all know you're done. Everybody will be at peace. And then call it a day. Yeah. We'll be, yeah, we'll be at peace. We won't be sitting there expecting you and thinking what they're going to do next or how much longer can he go on. We know what's going on. This would have been a lot different if the streak was intact. In ta- yeah. Because, you know, with the, I'm, I'm, <laughs> we won't go into what we think of the streak ending or whatnot, but with the streak... If the streak had remained alive, you'd always be expecting the Undertaker, whether how old he is or not, and it, that's not fair on him mm-hmm. um, because he's you know he's been working almost three decades for this business. So I, yeah, I'm not angry. I'm just slightly disappointed as a fan. We've got but, but yeah, but as a as you know, as a human being, yeah, we I understand, understand it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as a fan of the character. Obviously, disappointed because I love the 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 intrigue and the 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 pyrotechnics and yeah the whole the, the mystique the whole theatre of it yeah as a fan of the man and knowing how the business works and that he's not obviously he's not genuinely immortal he's an old man now that's had so many injuries yeah I'm gonna let it slide yeah but again it's it, WrestleMania it just had that missing element but kind of shown that they can survive without it yeah because it wasn't. Well, we'll get into it later. Yeah, like I said, we'll get through the other matches. We'll get to it, yeah. yeah. So what was next? I think uh, it would have been... Let's see what it was. was Kurt Barron. Kurt Barron. Oh, right. Well, this was probably one of the biggest disappointments of the night, wasn't it, really? Um, we, it was built to be disappointed. Yeah, it was. It was built from the start to be disappointed. And the reason we thought that maybe they'll switch it was because of how disappointing the announcement was that this was happening. And... We're like, why would you pick Baron Corbin out of everybody else to pick? It wouldn't make sense for it to be Cena more than anybody. Yeah. Um, well, again, at this point, we're thinking, maybe this is Taker's thing. Yeah, maybe again. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be Cena because he's already done his bits, so mm-hmm. maybe it's Taker. No, nothing. Mm-hmm. No one came out. It was literally Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle, and Baron Corbin won. It was a crap match. It was nothing. There was, to be honest, there was nothing really going on at all. It was a standard kind of, I don't know, seven, eight minute match, maybe. Maybe, probably less than that. Yeah. Um, then he, he won with a. Um, end of days. End of days. And that's it. Angle's done. I mean, he lift the ring really quickly and then Angle's did his like out, um, standing ovation kind of thing and thanking everybody. And, you know, we got all the you such chants and stuff. And, but it just felt. To me, that it proves that they don't hold Kurt Angle as high of esteem as we do. Um, they like him and they respect what he's done for the business and they love him as a character, but they don't hold him as a high of esteem as someone like Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, or The Rock, or Austin. And I feel like he should be up in that category to a point. Not maybe at the top, but certainly in that area. And the fact that they've just let him go out on... On his back is fine, but to Baron Corbin... I know what you mean. In a seven-minute match. With The Rock and Austin and all that, if you look at their last many matches, they all went out on their back as well. No, but that's not my main issue. It's who. Yeah. I think, you know, when Roman Reigns seemingly had um, retired The Undertaker a couple of years ago, Mm -hmm. again, it was that whole, even though we didn't like it, it was like, well, this is because they hold Roman in such high regard. It was no disrespect to The Undertaker to a degree. We'll take her to agree to it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I kind of understand what they were doing, even though it's it, it, it is shit for Kurt. I, it it would have been Kurt, I think this is why they gave Kurt uh, these matches beforehand. They were on Raw SmackDown, like AJ 
and Joe. I think he was meant to go to Ray, but I don't know if it was to do with Ray's injury that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And he won them. Now, a part of me thought he's doing these so he can get rid of some ring rust, get ready for Mania. But I think it was almost a build up of like it's having all these victories that in my head I was thinking it means Baron to win that Mania. Yeah. Well, I, I thought, I mean, obviously we all wanted Kurt to win, but yeah, logic dictates it was going to be Baron. Yeah, because if, if Kurt is leaving and Corbin's he's, he's in a weird position on the card yeah because I don't think it's going to do anything for him I feel like when you go out on your back you're doing it because you're putting over a talent like that mm-hmm. to a point sometimes not necessarily if they're on the same kind of level that you are but when you're putting over clearly that's what it's meant to be doing it's not going to work for Baron because we don't like him I know he's going to get astronomical heat because of this but I don't think they're going to roll with it enough they're not going to do anything with it. I think they might. Within a few, I don't know. I think in a few months, uh, Baron's going to be in the same position he always has been. It wouldn't surprise me if... You know, I would not put it past them that tonight on Raw, one of the segments on Raw is Baron showing off... Cause, and the, the crowd will be on fire because it's always... The, the, um, the crowd after Mania on Raw is always white, white hot. Mm. They will lay into him. And maybe someone like Roman, you know, he'll be showing disrespect to Kurt and then someone like Roman Reigns maybe will come out saying, you show respect to that man and maybe we'll have a few from there. And because Roman isn't in the title picture, but let's face it, he, because of Vince, he is a main event player now, throwing Baron in that main event player kind of picture might help. I know what you mean though, because I'm not seeing it at the minute. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not normally a pessimistic person. I'm actually quite optimistic on most times. But with we this, I'm being quite pessimistic. We used I to be fans of Baron. I don't. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Baron, he was just that standard Baron Corbin. I, I quite liked it, but I just don't see it going anywhere. I just, I, I can't see this doing anything for him. It'll, it'll get, like I say, he'll get astronomical heat on Raw. A few weeks down the line, nothing will change. It's, it's frustrating when also the, the people we know can be success stories and aren't pushed because mainly the NXT call-ups like Shinsuke, like Bobby, uh, like EC3 mm-hmm. that don't get the opportunities they deserve is frustrating. Yeah, someone like Rusev or Shinsuke was to retire Kurt Angle. They built a story enough. Yeah. So that's all a fan ever asked for for their... That'd be well good. All a fan ever asked for for their like superstars who they think, see potential in is given an opportunity. So, for example, if whatever someone started a uh, whole give Bobby a chance thing mm. on Twitter and we went yeah okay we could be right and Bobby could be the next greatest you know, Raw champion for, for this year or whatnot, or he could fall flat on his face Corbin unfortunately for maybe small parts of his own or maybe just not knowing what character he's got and story writing it's just kind of fell flat on his face mm. And it's going to be a very, very big struggle for him to stand up and dust himself off and hit that reset button. Yeah. So, again, I see why they did it. And like we said, with the whole going out on your back and getting heat for Baron. But, yeah, it just... He's the wrong person. It felt lackluster and it was more... They haven't built Baron up to a point where we feel like he deserves it. No. And it would have helped if we knew for a fact that from months beforehand they hadn't been fighting each other at pre-shows where Baron had won. Mm. It, again, either don't have those matches at all, or when you did, have Kurt have always won them, and almost like a redemption yeah, for Baron. Yeah. But again, and, and this is no fault, and I don't ever have a pop at him, but unfortunately, out of the two people in the ring that day, and rightly so, 
Baron would have been the better wrestler because Kurt's passed yeah, him now. The last few matches he's had, his favourite matches, they've all been adequate. I was not expecting yeah, wrestling ad- clinic. Adequate at best. Yeah, I was never expecting wrestling clinic. Didn't get one. Yeah. We just got a result. However, he did do... Um, Gems of Roses? Uh, no, oh, no, the song. Yeah, that was and at the end of the match. Wrong, that went fine. It just obviously there was no one home. Yeah, but, and that was end of days. And that yeah, was it, yeah, yeah. But the the mood salt was flu, it fluent. It just it, it naturally always been great at that. That was fine. But it so is I, can't whole, ta- I can't take that away. From yeah, me. it is that whole. Can't remember how old yeah, you actually yeah. are, kind of thing. But yeah, so it's just overall disappointment, really. Yeah, just disheartening. Yeah, again, if they they roll with it, we'll see. Great, but we'll, we'll I'm see. I'm not on much. But up. yeah, I would not be surprised if he did. They do a kind of Kurt's actually going to be here tonight do a proper farewell speech and if they want to give him proper respect I do something similar to what they did with Ric Flair a few years ago of have the locker room come out and show their appreciate for him because like that. he was one of the greatest wrestlers he that was. ever got in the he ring was. he, was he deserves some appreciation um, then it was Finn versus Bobby wasn't it? Demon Finn yes um, Don't Get Me Wrong was great finally seeing the Demon at Wrestlemania because we'd never seen yeah. that before great Entrance, absolutely loved it. One thing I did like as well is that Bobby had contacts in, which made him, and he was no smiling, just made him look more ferocious, more threatening. He has some kind of monster. I quite like that. Yeah. If you I, can roll forward with that, keep your contacts in all the time, don't speak ever. No. Not even once, and just be angry all the time. I will start to get invested in Bobby, because at the minute, I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, the entrance for Finn was awesome, but the match itself was just bog standard. Yeah, nothing amazing really happened. If, if Lashley is going to talk, it's got to be very short sentences, a couple of words kind of thing. But the answer to the question is yes. Yeah, no. how early Ryback was, um, but I don't know. Apart from the odd couple of times where Leo looked genuinely afraid of the demon, hmm. as soon as the bell rang, it just kind of became another standard Finn Balor Bobby Lashley match. Yeah, and it was again, it wasn't very long. No, a couple of minutes and Finn's could have, could, yeah, could have grabbed good night. Yeah, which um, again I like the result. Yeah, for, yeah, like the result because he deserves that title more than Bobby does because we actually like Finn because mm-hmm. uh, Bobby's just boring as shit. But again, going forward, what he got had last night, I've got there's more potential. But yeah, um, it, for me and I think for a lot of people, it was the piss break match because there, there was a reason they put it where they put it just before the main event. I never saw it as a piss break match, but purely because I wanted to see the demon's entrance. Yeah, no, I saw the, the demon's entrance. That but after that, it was a piss break match. Yeah, and I, I, I think they knew that that was the case because they put it specifically in that spot right before the main yeah. event. Yeah. So yeah, there's not really anything else to say about it, is there? No. And there, there isn't. <laughs> going into the main event, the first ever women's main event for WrestleMania. Yeah. There's not really much to talk about in that match either. It's, no, it's yeah, so let's, yeah, let's go into the main event, shall we? So obviously it's Ronda versus Charlotte versus Becky, winner takes all, both titles. Uh, Entrances-wise... They went for it. Fine. I, I liked the Charlotte with the helicopter hunting back to when Rick did it uh, years, years ago. ago. I liked that. That was a great entrance, really nice. Uh, I liked that Joan Jett was playing yeah, that's uh, cool. Ronda in. We never have any live band. Yeah, it's and really she, cool. she sounded great. Yeah, sounded really great. Um, Becky was just a standard entrance with smoke, and that yeah, was it. I thought they might have done a bit shame, more with Becky, but never mind. Um, yeah, and like you said, there's there's not really much to get. There was a couple of really bad knee strikes and kicks and suit, um, moon, a couple of moon salts and that, and there was some, like I said, hard hitting spots at moments and that. But 
it never got really going yeah exactly it never really got going it just kind of started to feel like it was gonna and then it was over out of nowhere and we just with it being the main event the women's first ever main event at Wrestlemania you just wanted to have that feeling that you had a lot of investment yeah the investment to the point like you did with Kofi and Bryan so that when Kofi finally did it we're all going nuts we're all so happy and elated and it was so emotional and it's brilliant and it works but with this even though that's what we would have had if they'd have done it right because we all love Becky so yeah. much they they did it wrong unless it was a botch we actually but apparently it wasn't now the, the okay. more that was what, that was the work the, yeah again the original the, apparently that was the original plan the only thing that went wrong was Ronda's shoulder did but it clearly slip up when it wasn't meant to but the problem is the commentators didn't know and they referenced it so that's where the confusion stemmed from. Yeah. The commentators are confused, which then leaves the fans confused, yeah. and it just so it was it was snowball. What was it a roll up from? Uh, Ronald was going from one of like a big oh, Papa's pigs, yeah, and then Becky and did then the cru- pin. yeah, she did the cru- crucifix roll up, yeah, and yeah, and that was it. Yeah, Becky won, and don't get it wrong, right result, absolutely right result because we all love Becky and we think that she definitely deserves it. It just didn't pop. It just didn't pop, yeah. It just did not pop. And it, even at the end when she's celebrating, yeah, she got all the fireworks and everything and the Cole talking over the top and how she's climbed the mountain, blah, blah, blah. But then it just kind of cut to black. She was there in the ring and it just got yeah. No calling to the top of the ramp, no big moment or anything like that. She, it was just fade to black. I was like... Okay, again, they ended the show abruptly, the way they ended this match abruptly. Yeah. Like they wanted to get it over with or something. I, I don't think it would be anything to do with their TV time. Maybe it was, I don't Yeah, know. I was say it was fucking almost half five in the morning by the time we were done. Yeah, I mean, again, it was hard. Maybe, I don't know, I can't speak of everybody else, but I was lagging a bit, so trying to keep my energy up. I was trying, yeah, I was trying while. to keep myself invested as I could. And like I said, I credit where credit's due, there were some stiff shots and spots and everything but it, again it just didn't it didn't start the, it didn't the pop way, when it was meant to yeah, the way I saw it was you know when you see the other triple threat matches and whatnot, because triple threat is always interesting elements anyway you've got the no count thing no DQ and anything can kind of happen thing usually when you talk about triple threat, triple threat matches sorry you go oh that was a great triple threat or oh, amazing or oh, pretty good to the, for me when people ask me how it went like, it was a triple threat match and it was just a match average, yeah because uh, similar to what we were talking about with Shane and Miz with the way they built it up especially with them getting arrested and all the brawls in the car mm-hmm. park as soon as the bell rang it should have been a fight yeah they should have gone nuts on each other and they but they were kind of cool and collective yeah um, I mean I know that Charlotte and Becky double teamed on Ronda a couple of times but yeah. it was very fleeting you could have gone into the history of it. Ronda could have gone proper MMA mode. And go, I think mm. she tried it once with like, the double arm bar. Yeah, yeah. But she could have gone into proper rage they mode. They lifted her up and I think. Well, yeah, because if they're pushing Ronda to be this kind of rageaholic now... This, just basically female, the female Lesnar. Yeah, she could have been like maybe screaming at the ref at points where you're thinking, all right, Ronda, bloody hell. Um, and then, I think I even said earlier today, like, at Survivor Series when it was Charlotte Becky Charlotte lit, no sorry Charlotte Ronda Charlotte lit Ronda up with a, a cane like badly mm-hmm. Ronda could have returned the favour and like turn about fair play you know just go pay back to bitch kind of thing there was never spots like that and there was never like I always this is meant to be the 
the coup de grace of the entire build-up. And it's been a big fucking build-up. With yeah. all They've thrown the entire kitchen, everything in the kitchen sink to this fucking feud. With suspensions and injuries and arrests. And they've just literally done everything that they could yeah. possibly do to it. And they just didn't... They didn't stick the landing. Yeah, that's that, the yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, uh, to me, the the landing was obvious to me. The wheels came off a little bit. Yeah, maybe just the front wheels, but if you, well, no, but the well, wheels nonetheless. If you're gonna, I apparently thought they'd thrown Charlotte in there to be protect Ronda a little bit. Yeah, because I thought it would be Becky pinning Charlotte. Yes, I, I thought that. But the fact that it, she pinned Ronda, yeah, just, it, uh, what does it do for it's her? It's game Ronda. I mean, if they'd done it right, if you know enough momentum in the match had happened when that happened, it would have been a great, oh my God, WrestleMania moment, Ronda Rousey's been pinned for the first time. But again, it fell flat. Mm. So it would have made more sense to me to, to protect Ronda. Ronda doesn't take the loss. And it should have been a disarmor of yeah. the anticipation of tap, 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 tap. And then when it happened, you would have... Either she yeah. taps or she passes out. Yeah, and the, either yeah. way, you'd been. As soon as the ref calls for the bell, yeah. you. It'd have been like the Brian thir- WrestleMania 30 moment. Yeah. You'd have gone nuts. As soon as the hands happened, you're like, yes! But no, it was just as soon as the three happened, it was almost a universal thing of all the fans going, oh, okay, cool, we can go home now. Yeah. Which it shouldn't, it shouldn't have been. Be. Because we were so no. hyped for yeah, it. Yeah, we were. So, um, so given that, this as I was saying earlier when I said about positioning on the card, with hindsight, I would have put Kofi and Brian on last because of how great that match was, yeah. and you would have got that perfect feel good moment to end your night on. Yeah, in hindsight, in hindsight, yeah. But with the women, it was more for their history. But it wasn't to do with it. Wasn't a case of I wanted them on because they were men. No, it's just I'm talking about the quality of match and the emotion yeah. behind it. It's not because I didn't want the main. I was so behind having these girls do the main event. Yeah, well overdue. You I think we needed it but it just didn't deliver the way we wanted it to. Yeah, I, I, it's hard to say. I, I don't know. You know, we like we do have an extensive knowledge of what happens backstage, but um, we don't know all of it. So I don't know if this match was planned out by the competitors or writers or a Vince thing or mm. whatever. So um, it's hard to say if WWE almost dropped the ball on it or if Charlotte, Becky and Ronda did. Yeah. Because they might okay, maybe they didn't drop the ball, but it was definitely fumbled. There was some miscommunication, I think. Yeah, between it, like writers and Vince and the wrestlers and everything, and just I think everybody's ideas all got together, and it just it didn't pan out the way that they probably wanted yeah, it to. Or maybe it per- panned out perfectly for them, but for us, it just didn't. I don't know, but something was amiss. So yeah, it will be interesting because obviously we'll probably have to wait about a year. They always do a WWE twenty four. Uh, on the WrestleManias, but you have to always about ten months afterwards. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the rumors were Vince wasn't a big fan of this women's main event mania thing, but Triple H and a lot of other people pushed it. It'll be interesting to see if when the match did end, Vince Vince goes, "See, told you it'd be shit. Go to black. Just go to black and get all pissed off and stuff." Which makes some sense. <sighs> Yeah, maybe because yeah, but twenty percent of unless he sabotaged like, it on purpose. 
I don't think he would. Do I, you not think he would? No, not to prove a point. Not for his baby. When his baby it doesn't make a difference. It's WWE. It's going to carry on regardless. Yeah. If he can prove a point, so that that way he gets his way next time. <laughs> Maybe, but he should. <laughs> yeah. He always should get his way. He's the boss. He doesn't have to pull shit like that to get. In. Even if it no, is the wrong decision. And if it's any other boss, I'd say I agree with you. But because it's Vince, he's just so unpredictable as a person, and because he's so fucking old now, he just. He, it goes on a, it changes things on a whim our subject to change has been a thing for the last three months it's that kind of thing where for example the, the big four not the, the pay-per-views Metallica Slayer and Anthrax yeah if some kind of uh, movement again Twitter said we want Megadeth to headline it because it was always Metallica headlining and they went you know what the fans have spoken yes Megadeth are doing it and a, a concert happened and Megadeth just didn't go as planned or wasn't mm-hmm. as good as Metallica fans are going to have that kind of deflated oh and whoever the organiser of it is going to kind of be like see I knew this would happen so I mm-hmm. get if that is what happened I could understand maybe 20% of Vince kind of going look I told you this was kind of I knew they weren't ready or kind of thing now I think they were ready but like we just discussed I think miscommunication and just little things just didn't go to plan. Yeah, it's still the But when it's the biggest match, uh, event of the year and the main event, you've got to. Yeah, you do have to take chances. Yeah. And Vince was probably looking at it like, we took the chance and it failed, and oh fuck. So, I, I do feel kind of bad for them. Or maybe we might give them a bit more. Uh, what's the word looking for? Yeah, a bit more stick and, and jip than we should. Yeah. But. As a fan, we've just, just got to be honest of, like, as a fan, it fell flat for us. Yeah, definitely. So... But, I mean, so, overall, then, like, what's your rating for it? For all of Mania? Yeah. Because it's a difficult one to call this. It because is. Because a lot of it was great, but there was a few missteps there as well. It wasn't a perfect show, but there was times where I was thoroughly entertained, and then there was other times where I was just going, what is going on? I think I'm going to give it a seven and a half. And I'll say this because usually with Mania, what I want to get from it is either great quality matches, great, and if the matches aren't great, great moments, that like whether it be interference or yeah, whatever, yeah. or great story twists. And the only thing I really got from this Mania was some of the right victors. Mm. And, uh, you know, big bold letters some like we're talking about Corbin and whatnot. Mm. but yeah there was a few elements like moments wise like say Cena um, the only match that really stood out for us as quality wise like I said was Kofi Daniel in my opinion the Fatal 4 way a close second but everything else seemed very just either standard pay-per-view match or standard Raw and Smackdown kind yeah. of match it didn't feel like a proper Wrestlemania mm. and I mean, I'm not saying 34 and 33 were perfect. 34 definitely had its flaws. But I, in hindsight, I'm pretty sure I enjoyed 34 and 33 more than I enjoyed this year's. Okay. So... Um, I mean, I'm in the same boat as you with points. I was thinking between seven and seven and a half. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll probably go for seven and a half as well. Because I, I, I did enjoy myself. I I, overall, I was entertained. It just, like I said, there was a cert- certain bits that just didn't go to plan think, or certain things that were just doomed from the start I think the half point is mainly because this isn't really this is kind of half a complaint half a, a compliment 
I didn't enjoy the length of it. Six yeah. hours or eight hours. This is the problem with Vince again. It's, he thinks more is more, and it's yeah. it's not. But also, you know, obviously, with more time, you get more matches, so you can fit more reasons to put more points into yeah, it. Right? But you get tired. But and but I'm also going to give that point five to the fact that it was WrestleMania. Mm. It's the biggest show of the year. Of course, it's good. You want it to be good, but yeah, it just wasn't the great by any means the greatest WrestleMania no it wasn't perfect no it, it, they, 33 was I really enjoyed 34 maybe not so much That's two hours it seems are. to be slowly declining yeah we don't want that no that so it's more like a concerned seven and a half it's slowly declining as Vince descends into madness year upon year as long as he <laughs> declines and descends into his grave at some yeah. point once he's gone yeah. then it will skyrocket when Triple H oh, is in charge definitely, definitely. Absolutely. side note take over awesome also as usual. absolutely also awesome as usual. yeah so take in Leaf Vince yeah so, yeah he doesn't watch it <laughs> um, yeah so that's WrestleMania 35 that's what we thought of it Um the usual, like, subscribe, and all that kind of stuff. Um, we are do thinking, basically, we were discussing it last night. As you said, we put bets on between the six of us. Um, and we've decided we're going to kind of start doing these kind of our own league and predictions and everything. Mm-hmm. We're mainly sticking to ourselves, but we thought we might do, like, predictions video and everything. And then we'll do the results on the podcast if we're ever with... And the, the idea is we're going to get ourselves, like, a customised title... The Booba, um, the Booba again, yeah. so we've got a little personal joke where yeah. we've got a thing called Booba. Um, so we're going to call it the Booba Heavyweight Championship. Um, and yeah, we're going to do that predictions and that whoever wins, then we'll obviously we'll announce it on the podcast and that and we'll do like a predictions video and that. Uh, we're hoping to get it all sorted so we can kick in with it at the next pay view, which is Money in the Bank, because we just need to get the money together. It's not too much. Yeah, we're just going to need to get it together, get it designed and whatnot. Um, so hopefully by Money in the Bank, we'll have that set up. If not, we'll do it on the following pay per view. But it's just something to add a little bit of extra spice, a little bit of fun, and it makes us more invested in the in the pay per view. It's probably another reason why I put the point five in yeah. there because we invested ourselves yeah. in it with these uh, little. Yeah, absolutely, and we just think it's just more content to put up there, and hopefully, if you enjoy it, then it's it's something else for you to enjoy. Do, do we want to tell them why some of these podcasts might be late? Oh yeah, and if, <laughs> yeah. One, wait, one last thing as well. Um, obviously, we with the live ones when we go see them live, which is normally the big four. Um, we get it done the next day, hence which today. hence today. Mm. Uh, but without every other one, obviously because we're in England, we have to watch it the following day, which means we normally get our podcast up on the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, from going forward, we're going to be a day late with it, so it'll be up on the Wednesday for those ones because Josh here, along with his brother, they're going to start some wrestling training. Mm. They're going to like Birmingham every Tuesday evening to start uh, giving that a go. I can um, hear you laughing down there. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear our friends laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Can hear the internet exploding. Like. Um, but, but yeah, they're, they're going to give it a try, and why not? Um, so that just means that we're going to be a day late with certain ones. Not all of them, but certain ones. It's probably likely we'll be back to normal by August. We'll see how it goes. You got investment in yourself, haven't you? Yeah, well, I'd say I'd. Hats off to trying. I can't deny it. I, I couldn't say I'd do it because I'm fat and old and broken. But Well, I'm not exactly much with myself, but. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So yeah, as I said, like subscribe. We're back in a month, which is Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. I think, isn't it? Hopefully, yeah. we we'll have the title with honest by then. Predictions were going up, and uh, yeah, good show overall. And we'll see you in a month. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah.